It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, and one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice-cold beer. Today on Doc and the Deacon, we're going to talk about hyperhidrosis, a.k.a. sweating. Huh, that's another word for it. I looked up in the thesaurus and I saw a lot of, uh, a lot of other words for sweat, like perspiration, aspirate, no. All right, never mind. Just perspiration, really. But I did not see the one that you just said. How do you spell that? (laughs) H-Y-P-E-R-H-I-D-R-O-S-I-S. Ooh, the doc is in. Oh, you know that. And so sweating actually can become a real medical issue. It's called primary focal hyperhidrosis. But sometimes sweating is funny. Say that five times fast. Primary... Prosperous hyperhidrosis? Well, primary hyperhidrosis means not due to like secondary, which can come from medications, infection, cancers like lymphoma. Um, If you're taking some hormone replacement, it can sure happen. A lot of um, different thyroid issues can cause it. But my favorite type of sweats that I've ever had are the meat sweats. Oh, that's a good sweat to have. Have you ever had the meat sweats? I have had the meat sweats. I am um, a fan of the summertime sport of barbecue. I like it. And so uh, when, when I get a grill or a smoker, I try to fill up as, much, as many cubic inches as I can with my meat. Wow. That's, you know what? I don't have those skills. <laughs> I, I well, really don't. I, I definitely... I love to grill. I get out there and I grill all the time. But I definitely singe my eyebrows off once, turning on the grill. Yeah, I, I think I remember a time when we almost we singed your shingles off. Oh, yeah, I started a fire by accident. <laughs> yes, I was sweating after that. Uh, I was sweating after that. But you know what? The meat sweats? Have you ever been to like Fogo de Chao where they just like bring meat after meat? Oh yeah, I think it's phenomenal. I, I I don't know that I've been to Fogo. I've been to one of the um, one of the cheaper Brazilian steakhouses. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it was called Fo de Chao. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm only a family doctor, but I, I was able to go to the regular one. Oh, they actually true. think that the meat sweats come from increased adrenaline and just protein load that hits the body. All right. So what does that mean? You lay, lay, lay like, dumb that down for me. Well, your body's eating meat and your sympathetic nervous system starts going on overdrive and you're getting all this extra protein that is breaking down and then you start to sweat. Okay. Actually, in the other time, like hot wings will do it too. I love some good hot wings. Oh yeah. I used to, believe it or not, so when I used to travel around the country for work, I was one of these guys that had a passport to Hooters. Wow. Yeah. I, you and Dickie V and John Gruden. It was just for the wings. Trust me. Sure. 
But I would always get the suicide or the three mile island. Those things were hot. Yes. You definitely have in, like a hole in your stomach somewhere. Oh, I'm sure I do. There's no question about it. I was on vacation recently in Amsterdam, walking through the red light district. And it made me think about how sweating and religion are connected. How, how is that? <laughs> well, in Amsterdam, the best part is in the red light district, there's like this huge church behind there. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking about the phrase, I'm sweating like a whore in church. <laughs> that does connect them. You know, it's funny. Sweat was connected to religion really early on. In fact, in the first book of the Bible, uh, when God is talking to Adam and Eve, um, after uh, she has convinced him to eat the apple, and, you know, because, I mean, listen, we all know he wouldn't have done it without her, right? Um, he seemed like a good, he seemed like a good guy. I think he was a good egg. It was her and that stupid snake. Oh, you should eat of this fruit, you know? But anyway, so then God, when he was talking to Adam, he, he basically said, look, because you listened to her, you ate of the tree. I told you not to do it. And now by the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground for out of it, you were created, right? So it's we're the line, you know, from dust to dust, right? Mm. You were created out of dust, and then to dust you shall return. I think that the church, next to where all the prostitutes are in Amsterdam, probably gets men to tithe quite a little bit more because they feel bad about what they just did. Yeah, and then, you know, I, I would agree with that. Do you, do you tithe? Yeah. Like, do you have to tithe weekly? Uh, we actually tithe with our paycheck, so it just comes right out of my paycheck and goes right into the... Ooh, do you, like a percentage, or do you give like a, like a, like, like five dollars, ten dollars? Well, I signed up through the bank, so that they take a certain amount out every two weeks whenever I get paid. Wow. Wow. The government, the government doesn't do enough. Jesus needs to take (laughs) a little more off the top. And then when we get a bonus or something, you know, we write another check. My wife says she doesn't sweat, but that she glistens. I've heard that. You know, I think it's a t-shirt at Target. Man, it might be. It's, it's probably just a t-shirt It's at right Target. next to the one that my wife has that says, running late is my cardio. Mm. You know what else she does? Oh, tell me about it. She uses sweating as a reason like a night. I'm like, oh, do you think you want to make out later? And she goes, oh, no, I, I'm sweaty. Or I've been sweating all day long. Yeah. yeah like after spin class. So um, wives out there, there's no amount of sweating that's going to turn me off. No, I'm good. I'm not? actually not. What things do you think actually would go, oh, I'm over it? Like, I guess, like, vomiting and diarrhea? Maybe. I've been there, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, God, listen, one of my favorite, I'm always torn between <laughs> when Jesus turned water into wine or when he made woman. Like, those are my, or when God, like, those are my two favorite things in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> you want to, like, flip a coin or take all of the above? Yeah, I love both of them. So, I, you know, yeah. I've got a buddy, Ray Ray. And he uh, um, has not had hair since he was a young man. And he sweats so much, like, from his head that, like, it drops down into his face. He literally has to, like, carry a towel around. And sometimes, like, I'll see other people, like, walk up to him and, like, towel down his head. Really? Yeah. So is it an entourage? Mm. Or people just know? Yeah. I feel like it's one of those, like, if you see someone that falls to the ground, you pick them up. If Ray Ray's dome is sweating so bad that it's dripping into his eyes, you... Give him his dome a nice wipe down. So I have to admit that I, I always think about uh, when I'm going to do something athletic, what's going to happen 
in regard to sweat and my hair, right? So um, whenever I go spin with Megan, I stop by the front desk and I get one of their hair ties. Mm. And then right as we're starting the class, I put my hair up in a little top knot. You mean a man bun? It's whatever. You know, it's not a complete man bun. I don't wear it like that all the time. I just Potato, wear potato, <laughs> top knot, man bun. <laughs> I just wear it for the purposes of the class. I definitely played ball on Tuesday night. Yeah. And one dude brought three shirts. He literally, after every game, changed to a new shirt. Wow. Yeah. Um, primary focal hyperhidrosis okay. is a real thing. Okay. Right, like it's a real medical issue. And as much as we're joking about sweating, it is when you're sweating either from your palms, the soles of your feet, your armpits, sometimes under your breasts, which can happen for men or women, that actually affects your quality of life. It usually starts symmetric. Under It starts it when you know, people are less than age 25. If it starts later in life, it's unlikely uh, to be um, a primary hyperhidrosis. And it, it's a real medical issue. It's actually been in the news a ton recently in like the, uh, some, the medical world, the med Twitter world, really because there's a new medicine that came out. And so pharmaceuticals are you know, now pushing, discussing other options and things. But sweat is a natural thing too, right? Yeah, sweat is a natural thing unless it affects your quality of life. You know, they, they say one of the things that you should ask patients is, what do you not do because of your sweating? Okay. So some people go, hey, I don't shake hands. Mm. You know, I do certain, I don't want to, I shouldn't shake my patient's hands either. They shouldn't shake mine. Right. They actually say that ties and shaking hands is going to go away because it's a way to transmit infection. The what? Ties? Ties. Yeah. The, or at least it's the reason I don't wear a tie. You don't wear a tie because it could transmit infection. Well, they don't get washed that frequently. Okay. And so, yes. But it really affects people from saying, hey, I don't go to a certain events. I don't wear certain types of clothing. Purely because they sweat so much that it's uncomfortable. Yeah, see, I look at sweating as something that kind of levels the playing field, right? Because regardless of your scientific background, your faith perspective, everybody sweats, right? And so, so I think we've, and I think we've all experienced a time when we were sweating more than we wanted to. And it made us feel uncomfortable. For some people, that might be an everyday thing. But I think for me, you know, I try to remember what that feels like. And so if I see somebody sweating, I don't look at him and think, oh, how gross is that guy? I look at him and think, been there, yeah. done that, yeah. right? So it's another way for me to kind of, it helps me remember that we've all done it. Of course. Right? We've all been there. Of course. I mean, you know, you got to work up a good sweat. You almost got to have to appreciate someone who worked up a good sweat. How about, remember back in the day, sweating to the oldies? Oh, yeah. Richard Simmons, they were looking for him for years, right? You know what? I want to go find him. Like, weren't his kids legitimately looking for him like they had no idea where he was? Uh, I don't know that Richard Simmons actually ever had children. No, I think he's got a couple. Oh, maybe. I, I know that there was actually a great podcast called... Richard Simmons missing or looking for Richard Simmons. It was fantastic. Yeah. And he just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yes. If you're out there, Richard, I hope you're sweating. I hope you're alive. We wish you the best. Uh, he, was, he was great. Do you know that there are some um, famous celebrities with hyperhidrosis? Really? How, now, how do you know that? Well, I'm not breaking HIPAA because they're not my patients. Right. I, um, I Googled it. Mm -hmm. It's called research. 
Reshirts, Deacon. What do you mean? Are we supposed to be? We don't do that for this podcast, right? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. One of my top ten all time. Cameron Diaz. Not on my list. Oh, she was so good in There's Something About Mary. She's a fantastic actress. I'm amazed she did not win an Oscar for There's Something About Mary. She's a fantastic She went actress, with it. Just not on my list of women, I think. Are... And someone who's been brought up before, David Hasselhoff. The Hoff. We yep. talked about him last season. About 1% to 3% of people have primary focal hyperhidrosis. Okay. And you basically treat it by trying to block the sweat glands. We use these special antiperspirants that like have metal in them and the whole thought is we have these eccrine ducts and we're trying to block up the ducts to decrease the sweating mm. so there's like an aluminum chloride like medical um, antiperspirant that you can apply to either your hands or your armpits you can get botox okay you can get this thing called iontophoresis which you can't do on your armpits, but you can do it on your hands and uh, feet, where you actually put your hands in water and they shoot this like current mm. into them, trying to block the ducts to decrease your sweating. Now, have you ever heard of uh, hematohydrosis? Is that like sweating blood? Yeah. I actually have not heard of it. So they say that Jesus Christ experienced hematohydrosis while praying in the Garden of Gethsemane before his crucifixion. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. It makes me think of the phrase, uh, what is it? Um, I have nothing to offer but blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. And that was Winston Churchill as people were heading off to World War II. Yeah, they said he was in the garden and he was praying. He's basically, you know, saying, hey, if there's any other way that this happens, he's praying so earnestly for, for us as people, as, it, as it's written. And it says that... In his anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Wow. Yeah, crazy, right? I wonder, do we think that he cried blood? I don't know. I mean, there, I can imagine the amount of blood that was spilled that day, but I don't remember if anybody said they experienced or believed that they saw him crying blood, but they... It's written in the, in the book of Luke that, that he prayed so earnestly that he sweat blood. Mm. You don't have any friends that were there? None. Okay. That I know of. Not even a second cousin? <laughs> no. I, I always get confused by that. Like, what's a second cousin? What's a first cousin twice removed? Well, that's because we do this podcast from kind of the northeast. Yeah. Down south, they know that. Because they know, like, I can't date him because he's only my second cousin. Yeah, but we know which ones we... Hold on, not we. I mean, I've heard of people who dated people that might have been related to them because they knew the family tree. So well, my fa- you know, when the family tree's a straight line, you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> on the family tree, I'm going to be down in the corner. Yeah, right. The guy in the corner. You know what? The, I kind of like sweating because I love to rock some sweatpants. I know like I, you know, I have to dress nice when I go to work, but I am the king of sweatpants. You know, I have uh, I found a couple of pair recently. The sweatpant has changed, though. Oh yeah, it's remember fancy. it used to be really baggy, and now it's this tight, tapered leg. It's like this. It's now it's like skinny jeans with pockets and places to put your phone and all kinds of. Like, the sweatpant is like all brand new. Oh, you're like metrosexual gangster at the same time. Yeah, like there's Air Jordan sweatpants cost like ninety dollars, and they're tapered at the bottom. But I feel like you have to wear high tops with sweatpants. 
Yeah, I mean, you can, you can rock whatever. I mean, if you have sweatpants on, nobody cares what your footwear is at this point. Okay. Like, you're really not going... Like, when I do it, I'm not going for fashion. No. So you don't rock... Like, like do you remember back in the day, I did have a track suit. Was it Zubaz? No, it was, it was all UNC. It was all Tar Heel gear. It was Tar Heel pants, Tar Heel jacket, Tar Heel shirt, like the whole deal. And blue and white sneaks, you know. I love it. I love it. I, I, at this point in life, I'm going for comfort and not, and, uh, not fashion. Hmm. But also at this point in life, I am telling people, if you sweat too much, yeah. if it affects your life, go to your doctor, yeah. get evaluated. If it is keeping you from doing your normal things, there's actually help out there. There's a lot of new medicines. You can actually, it's called uh, the International Hyperhidrosis Society. And you can go to www.sweathelp.org. www.sweathelp.org. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because as much as, you know, my wife throws out some of my clothes because I have um, pit stains. Yeah. Some people in the world are actually, it's affecting their day in, day out. And I want those people to know, hey, we're here for you. If you sweat way too much, come see me. If you need OxyContin... Don't come see me. But you know there's a, there's, a, there's a compound that you can make with hydrogen peroxide and Dawn, stuff that people make to actually clear up those pit stains. Well, I, I, did, I definitely did not know that. Yeah, um, but then I also, like sweat makes me think of, I told you, the only word I can think of is perspiration. And it made me think of like a, like a Fergie song. Yeah. <laughs> P-E-R-S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N, perspiration. Speaking of perspiration... It's getting hot in here. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes off. And show off your dad bod? <laughs> Two things you can always count on. The doc is in and the deacon speaks. Hmm. Listen, we just want to make sure that we uh, give a shout out to some people who help us in creating this whole thing. So the doc and the deacon is produced by Tucker Butler. Lyrics by Franchise. And don't forget to check us out. Uh, email us if you have any questions, suggestions, or just want to give us a shout out at docandthedeacon at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Doc Deacon. Doc Deacon. Hit us up on Instagram at Doc and the Deacon. Thanks for listening. Catch you on the flip side. Take a lot of facts and now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman.